Greetings, Quester, and welcome to Tiny Meeple's Big Talk with Matt and Richard. Hello and welcome to this segment of Tiny Meeple's Big Talk. And this week we're going to be talking once more about Star Wars, but we're mashing it up with a different segment than we originally thought, because we were thinking of doing a, uh, an Emperor versus Magneto. That's too near yeah. to what we did last week, and we can't really put the Empire through more stuff. No. So this time, we've we've put the Empire through something. Now we're going to put the Rebel Alliance through something. So, we've decided to take the two iconic uh, characters of Space Cowboys and <laughs> throw them together. So, this is Han Solo versus Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly. And, and the film Serenity. Yeah, although it's not a who would win. It's not. This isn't a combat scenario. We're just going to be talking. I mean, we might we might degenerate into that, but we're going to be talking about the characters themselves, aren't we? Yeah. Um, well, who's cooler? That's basically what it is. In a sense, I mean. That's what I was going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking sort of a, like a, a a character versus character as opposed to a a, a fight combat mashup. Because yeah, but they're having just a, a coolness off, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a dance off or anything. It's a cool off. Because yeah. like, if they were dancing, then they, neither of them would be cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Solo's probably got some moves. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he would. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to like, if he's hanging around cantinas all the time, then you're eventually going to go on the dance floor. Yeah. So basically, what we're going to be talking about is which of these characters. Are better written. Which one's cooler? We may have a talk about what ha- would happen if they were to meet and scrap, but I think that's fairly obvious straight off the bat. Which Is one that? would happen? Well, yeah, of course it's obvious which one would happen. Okay, who's... let's talk about it later. Okay, we'll talk about that later. So I don't think it's obvious at all. Han Solo is legendary, isn't he? He is the legendary scoundrel. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of set the bar by which we measure all other scoundrels. Well, basically, there, were, there was like a battle between good versus evil happening in Star Wars. Mm. And it just had Han Solo kind of along for the ride, just kind yeah. of swaggering a bit and being cool. and just like Kind coming. of an anti-hero type figure. Yeah, um, yeah. And who didn't grow up loving Han Solo? Yeah, I, I I loved the films, and I was really because obviously I was a kid. I was really trying to understand what was going on in the films, and like the kind of interactions that Han was having with the other characters, I just did not get because it was just, <laughs> it's like it wasn't the kind of black and white that you yeah. normally have in that like good versus evil, uh, very stark contrast. Han, see, like obviously he was a scoundrel. And... I think as a kid you watched those films, and. You see Luke as the hero, don't you? And, yeah. And you and you associate with that, as you say, that clean cut, bad guy, good guy image. Mm. And then as you grow up, you kind of go, actually, Han is so much cooler, mm. um, and he is like the coolest thing about Star Wars, really, the original trilogy. Um, when you look at it, he had the best lines, didn't he? Yeah. He uh, had the he was the character with more of a physical comedy than the others. For example, in A New Hope. There's the scene uh, where he's chasing after those stormtroopers through the corridors. Yeah, then he, <laughs> then he suddenly walks in and there's like a whole legion of stormtroopers. He's running back the other way yeah, as fast as he can. Yeah. I mean, that is even now I watch that and that just cracks me up. Yeah, and uh, like, and it's realistic. It's what you would do. Yeah. I mean, 
he is one of the heroes, but he's also is is not so stupid as to try and take on the whole mm. empire. He basically doesn't want to even be mm. there doing that particular job. They had to talk him into it. And there was the other part when he's on the Death Star when um, he's having that conversation over the intercom thing, and then <laughs> yeah. he just like shoots again. The boring <laughs> conversation. But I mean, I was in a way <laughs> that was that was one of his best lines in the in the entire original trilogy. There wasn't I, it. Where I, I love, like, yeah. Oh yeah, we're all fine here. How are you? <laughs> How are you? And I have to think like. Out of all his his years of kind of blagging and grifting and being mm. a like kind of a space merchant type guy who's on the wrong side of the law, I just think it's so funny that he hadn't kind of picked up enough lying skills. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was really funny and everything, and I love it when people are kind of characters are trying to, well, they're supposed to be trying to pull something off. And they're obviously kind of only half trying. Mm. And that's what it seems like in that he was like, he was kind of trying, but then he's just like, oh, okay, you just shoot the thing and just yeah. carry on anyway. But I do feel that where we say that uh, like Luke was a very clean cut out and out hero character. Not going to be bullseye and want rats with his teeth. Like a sociopath. Mm. Um, <laughs> apart from, you know, yeah, Luke is that character. But then you look at Han. Han was kind of like the anti-hero. But Han was, at the same time, very much a two-dimensional character. The only thing really that sort of let you look beneath the mirror was in A New Hope, um, when he was talking to Luke and uh, he was saying, with regards to Leia, you know, do you think a princess and a guy like me... (laughs) And it was the first time he actually got like a little glimpse that there was more to the character. And... That although they explored his relationship with Leia, it never really showed that kind of vulnerability. And after that, did it? Uh, for example, I mean, one of the most iconic scenes with Han in uh, the Star Wars trilogy was in Empire Strikes Back when he's about to be frozen in carbonite, and Leia says to him, "I love you," and he says, "I know," mm. you know, and that that is one of his cool, <laughs> coolest lines there. But at the same time, it kind of shows that they'd kind of closed up that kind of willingness to show the, a, a different side to Han, I mm-hmm. think. Um, so he's very much a two, quite two-dimensional, but he is a fantastic character. He's a fantastic pilot. Uh, I, I grew up and he was one of my heroes as a child. Han I don't Solo. know if I'd say he's any more 2D than any other character in Star Wars. Um, I'm not sure that's a. Um, I'm not sure that's really significant in the description of the other characters of Star Wars, though, because yeah. a lot of them, as you say, are those two-dimensional good guy versus bad guy. Yeah, but I thought he was like maybe two point five D. Like he's um, he, he did more have a... to him, I think, than than the other characters. It's more, more of an interesting character. Yeah. I thought. Um, but then I think you jump on into the future, and we've got Malcolm Reynolds. Now Malcolm Reynolds and Firefly. Uh, was the creation of Joss Whedon. Uh, he was portrayed by Nathan Fillion, and I think what they did with what Joss did was he took a lot of the uh, or a corner of the Star Wars universe, you know, that kind of like rogue Tatooine type planets, and he made an entire uh, series of Fireflies based on that thinking? kind of. Do you actually rim- know what he did? Well, I'm just saying, this is that kind of inspiration. And I don't think when you look at Mal and you look at uh, Han, you can't deny the, the similarities in the characters. 
Mm. I mean, uh, they both live in space. Malcolm Reynolds is basically Nathan Fillion being Han Solo. <laughs> kind of. But um, I was been like thinking about the differences and uh, just to do this. Yeah. Well, and... Think about the similarities, dude. <laughs> well, at first I thought they were very similar, um, and they and they kind of are. But I think ha- I think Mal is a much darker character than than Han. I think Han is kind of just he, he's just having fun in the spaceship with Chewie just kind of flying around doing jobs and just kind of doing what mm. they want whereas Mal he's very much he's still very bitter over that war and stuff like that this is what I wanted to say I think um, what when Joss Whedon made the the he said Nathan Fillion character when he made the Malcolm Reynolds character mm-hmm. he kind of took the Han Solo type character and he gave him much more depth so we're introduced to Nathan Fillion in Firefly and he's a sergeant, isn't he? Fighting the, uh, yeah, fighting for the brown coats sort of at Serenity Valley yeah. against the the Alliance. And he's, I don't. There's some things that you pick up on that is that he's a, a man of faith, for example. Um, you see him in there. He kisses his cross for luck and says a little prayer at one point quietly to himself. Yeah. And then is is reassuring in a joking way one of his um, one of his troops. That, you know, don't worry. God is not going to let us die because we're so pretty. We're too pretty, <laughs> we're yeah. too pretty to die. And bit in that says then that's built on throughout the late series later of him being a man who's lost his faith. Like when he says to Book on the Serenity, you know, you're welcome here, but um, God ain't, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and through that series, you see that kind of reconciliation of his faith and his past coming together. I think you're watching it wrong. <laughs> There's, There's also lots of more interesting stuff happening. There is, but I'm talking about like that element of his character. There's also that constant war with the alliance in his mind. He's still um, fighting against the alliance in his mind. That war yes. throughout his storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one of the reasons why why he helps River and and Simon is because of uh, he knows that the alliance are after them, and anything the alliance wants, he wants to stop. Yes. Yeah, I just I just don't see him as being a like a take on the Han character just because he does seem so different to to me. Like he's a a soldier that's got a a ship and then decided mm. to go it alone because he doesn't like the way the civil war turned mm. out basically. Whereas Han seems more like someone who has basically tried to just be a pilot and <laughs> ended up kind of having to take jobs mm. wherever he can. And which is they've ended up in the same kind of place, but I think although Mal is very funny, he's a very funny character. I think he is he's also overly serious in a way that Han just really isn't. Well, I think the again looking at the past, I mean uh, Han was a failed. Uh, it was a dropout from the Imperial Academy, wasn't he? Is that in the? Is that like in the canon? Yeah. And well, it, it was. Still in it there? was before Disney messed with the canon. That's why I didn't bother with any yeah. of that because. And I also thought, that's what I was thinking, he should have been better at pretending to be a stormtrooper <laughs> on that thing. And I think it's really it's really cool that he... Well, he was a dropout, so he wasn't that, obviously wasn't that good at it. Yeah, he didn't get uh, the basic <laughs> protocol. He just asked his teachers how they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, terrible at interrogation. Um, <laughs> but you've got the, the differences right there in the past, aren't they? Because, I say, he was a failed dropout and he became a smuggler. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas... You know, for Mao, his past is a lot darker because of his. He was a soldier. Uh, he's still carrying 
uh, a certain amount of trauma from that time um, and he's, he's still in that kind of mindset of us versus them and he's yeah. got his crew which are the us and he's very protective of, of his crew mm-hmm. and anyone else pretty much in, can go hang themselves that's the kind of attitude he gives off and then in other episodes you see actually there's a veneer behind this that he's actually got a really good heart and that he does try and help people where he can like with Han he tries to go off doesn't he at the end of A New Hope and leave him to it but he's then he, all he, those pots he of turns money. up <laughs> yeah. um, but he turns up just at the end to to save Luke and, and help the rebels yeah. they've both got that kind of heart of gold to them ultimately um, but I just feel that the character of Mal is a lot more nuanced and a lot more complex take for example as well his relationship so with Mal he's got his relationship with Anara tries to um, but, <laughs> but they're both very... kind of neither of them will kind of admit their feelings towards one it's another it's very similar but to... both of them drives their actions yeah. for both of them yeah. and when with Han he kind of doesn't want to admit his feelings to Leia yeah. and vice versa and that drives some of their, their actions but I suppose over the course of the, the series and the film you, you've got more time to explore that narrative yeah. in the series than you do in a in a film, but uh, these characters are both incredibly cool characters. I yeah, say, yeah. Um, Han was a hero of mine growing up. As you can see the firefly, the firefly, the falcon on my on my t shirt. The... I've got some wisdom from Mal. I, I didn't you? know. A oh, you got well. some quotes for, for us. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just um, trying. They to better be good, or by or by my. Oh, I swear by my pretty floral bonnet, I will yeah. end you. That was one of the things because, and I think that one's funny because, especially because we've got the Firefly game and the um, Mal's pretty floral bonnet is one of the cards mm. you can get, one of the little accessories you can get for them. So, um, I think it's funny that that's become so such a strong part of the mythology. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, no, I just thought about some of my lines. Um, they don't like it when you shoot at him. I worked that out myself. That was that was also in the Battle of Serenity. And the other one is, if someone tries to kill you, you try and kill them right back. So I just think they're pretty good mal lines. Obviously, he talks in a very archaic kind of um, cowboy fashion, I which was... some people really like. It's interesting to watch. I actually really enjoy listening to the mal character talk because he is incredibly articulate with his mm. take with his put downs, for example, and his sarcasms. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, my days of taking you seriously I'm are coming to, to a middle. middle. Yeah, got that's that another well. one. Um, there was uh, there's the, quite a lot in tense situations where he will be really sarcastic. Mm-hmm. So, like for Han, very snarky character, very sarky character. Well, Mao's got that as well, but the way he does it is, I think, a lot more articulate. And and that appeals to me. I like that kind of. Yeah, thing. although everyone in the Firefly universe talks like that. Yeah. And, but it's just like Mal being the captain. He's the one who's often coming out with something a little bit more either profound or kind of offhand and mm. stuff. And yeah, because like even like Jane, like he'll come out with some pretty long words, and <laughs> you might not expect, but which is surprising are. from Jane. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's kind of a, a product of his future time mm. in a way, and I do I do love it the way that he is a such a cowboy in space, and um, yeah, I can definitely see the similarity between these these two characters. Um, 
one thing I was also thinking about is one classic time that I always remember about Mal was the time when he booted the guy into a engine, <laughs> yeah. um, which is was I think it was a shock to everybody, and a lot of people have pinpointed that as being the time when they realised that Firefly was a much different program than they were <laughs> expecting. Well, <laughs> I think if you go back to um, the very first episode of Firefly, um, when they first come and dock at a planet. Uh, and what was it? Zoe says to Wash something about you know it, things don't feel right, hmm. um, and Wash says to her something along the lines of um, you know we're we're criminals. If everything was all right, we'd we'd be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, basically. So yeah, and on the Millennium Falcon as well. Like, but they, they don't feel like bad guys. Like they don't, they, they're not. They they may be crooks in the sense of the being smugglers, mm. but uh, you never really feel. That they are bad guys. I mean, for example, with the train job when they steal those supplies. Yeah. Then they realise that they're medical supplies, not what they originally thought they were, mm. and that the, the townspeople really needed these medical supplies. They then went to great lengths and personal danger to take those supplies back to the town. They're not. Yeah. They're not bad guys. Are they but they are own... outside the law. Yeah. Well, the good, the good and bad is different to. Legal and illegal, mm. into it. So, and obviously Mal doesn't really recognise the government that no. is that is under because it's he's still fighting. That's what I mean. In, in his mind, he's still fighting um, the Battle of Serenity Valley. I mean, he named he bought his ship and named it Serenity for that reason. It's 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 not a particularly hidden fact about him. One thing I was I was thinking about as well, just another aspect is the fact that Star Wars was a U when it was out, mm-hmm. or the the original trilogy. They were universal films, and Firefly was a 15. And if you kind of think that they were kind of doing similar things, like Han was being a smuggler the same mm. way as Mal was, like if Star Wars had been in a bit, uh, had a bit greater resolution mm. and everything, and it's like Han and Chewie could have been making very difficult decisions the way that Mal was. Mm. Whereas with it being a film that was friendly for kids, they had to keep it light. Yeah. And I just wonder. For one thing, how would Han have been in a film that was a fifteen, like like Firefly, mm. and what would Firefly have been like? It was a you. I mean, it's like I can't. It, true, just... true. I can't. I I find it difficult to imagine Han being edgy. That's the, that's what I think as well. And I could see Mal being edgy. Yeah, well, Mal is edgy. <laughs> But I can't. I can't really see Mal not being edgy. <laughs> I can't see Han being edgy and. But also, I think it's because I'm just thinking about the different contexts mm. that the characters are in. But also, I think what I like about each character is the context that they're in as well. So I think I like, I like Han being that kind of unstable element in Star Wars, and also uh, I like the the way Mal fits into the Firefly universe as well. well so Han, I mean, sorry, Mal, you know, is is a good man. Well, he's a decent man. It's he's, he's doing yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's another. And a, and a brown thing, yeah. coat will get that. Mm. Uh, and you know he has done some, had some pretty good times. I mean, he always tried to defend Kaylee's honor, for example. Yes. He'd get snarky if anyone was bad to Inara. You know, mm. there's a lot going for him that says he's not just this criminal. Um, he's got so much more depth, I think, than Han. Although I love Han Solo and Harrison Ford. But I just feel like he is definitely the better character. Okay, and you said though that you didn't think it was obvious who would win in a battle. Well, I've just got one more thing before we get to that. 
Um, Han, he has recently been in in episode seven. Yeah. In which it was obviously years later, and he was a lot older, and he was still basically messing around, going on missions with Chewie, and <laughs> like it didn't seem as cool anymore. I mean, it was really cool to have him there, but it's like, oh no, he's still doing that. It's yeah. kind of a bit sad now. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> You're feeling bad for Han. I was feeling a bit bad for that, but I was glad he was still doing the same thing because it it was from the space adventures, and I was really glad he got the Millennium Falcon back and everything like that. Mm. Um, and you also do know that he had there had been a lot going on in his life in the meantime, mm. and it kind of seems like he'd only recently kind of gone back to this kind of messing around well, in space lifestyle. Without going into, I mean, I don't think we need to worry about. That's why I've not mentioned stage, it. But no, um, don't say what happens. I'm not going to say what happens. Okay, I'm not. I can't bring myself to say what happens, Richard. I'm, oh no, I was thinking. Might as well give me a paper cut and pour lemon juice on it <laughs> while you're at it. Um, but the fact is. Yeah, I was very sad. Mm. Um, the fact is, is that that was because of events, which we shall not mention, that had happened in his well, life. Well, yeah, it's a family. Of, yeah, and it that that kind of made it seem not so bad. And also, um, I was just glad he was still cool. Like in, in yeah. his uh, well, later H- Han, years. Han was the best thing about episode seven, hands down. Well, that would have to be another. Han and Joey. That would That's have to be another conversation. It just kind of, I just kind of wonder what kind of situation Mal would have ended up in yeah. when he's the same age as Han was in episode. Six. That was just mm. one other point I had. Now, as for it's not obvious, um, I'm kind of surprised that you thought it would be obvious, but um, and I, I just really can't think. I mean, they're both quick on the draw, although they edited it later to make Han not quick on the draw <laughs> and that we, well, that we thought Han shot first didn't we until George Lucas made it very ambiguous yeah although he yeah, he did kind of shoot from under the table which is a little bit <laughs> underhanded but um, yeah and, and Mal's very quick on the draw as well so if it's a fight just between the two of them I don't know I mean well Serenity versus Millennium Falcon the Falcon's got quad cannons <laughs> and the Serenity has nothing yeah that's it so yeah. that's very straightforward very easy. also Han is one of the best pilots in the galaxy and Mal chooses somebody to fly a ship for him so that would be a different character altogether yeah um, obviously uh, Mal knows enough to pilot the ship he's just not a particularly good pilot is just adequate. Yeah. Um, so, an adequate pilot with no weapons against one of the best pilots in the galaxy with quad cannons is quite straightforward. There's no doubt about that. Then, if you think about hand to hand versus Han and Mal, yeah. or ranged versus Han and Mal, I think if they were to if fight, they were to a if fight, they were to have a fist fight, they would make it hilarious because they it can, would be. They both know how to like get beat up. Yeah, the, the thing <laughs> is, you just know that they just keep breaking it up with brilliant little quips. Yeah, you know, but, I, I wish I could just come up with what they would say, but no, those guys are witty. But you think about it, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, ship to ship, Han every time, not yeah. even close. Uh, hand to hand, Mal every time. Mal he was, seems bigger. He, was a, he seems like he was bulkier, uh, more of a brawler. We've seen him get into uh, like bar fights and, and do well in Firefly. And then Plus, he was, a, he was an actual sergeant <laughs> in an army. Yeah. Um, and he's got, he's a, he is a soldier. So you'd have a soldier against a pilot, and my money would be on the soldier every mm-hmm. time. Um, plus, we've seen him like in duels, yes, and win stuff like that. Um, and then firefight, we saw. I mean, in the expanded universe, which is no longer canon, showed 
Han being a fairly good marksman, but we never really saw that in Star Wars. We, we say Han shot first, but that was like three feet away under a table. And he got yeah. into a conversation before he did any shooting. But he would do that. He'd like he'd get mal into a conversation and shoot him under the table. But think about it. Remember when Dobson was on the in the um, cargo hold and Serenity, and he, he was holding uh, someone hostage. Hmm. Mal just walked in and shot him straight in the head from twenty like twenty feet away. Yeah, Mal probably. Is Mal a is shot. a much better marksman. Yeah. Um, if he was three feet away from Han, I don't think either, it would really matter. And also, the we- difference in weapons technology. Obviously, his blaster is going to be more powerful than Mal's gun, but Depends a bullet in the brain is still a bullet in the brain. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, I think if it's hand-to-hand or in a, a firefight, it's going to be Mal every mm. single time. But ship-to-ship, it will always be Han. Yep. Well, yeah. Although that's just a footnote. Yep, the main, the main thing point. is about who's cooler. And I'm calling Ma- it for Mal. Well, unfortunately, although Mal would be able to beat Han Solo in a fist fight and a firefight, he's just not as cool. You're saying Han? Yeah. So sorry, but Mal's not as cool as Han. <laughs> yes, he is. He's cooler, and I'm going to edit it to make sure that comes across. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But yeah, so there we are. We've disagreed on this one. I'm calling it for Mel, definitely. I think he's just so much more of a complex, nuanced character. Stop making your case. You already <laughs> said what it is. Yeah, I'm just no. making sure no one forgets that Han is a, not as complex and nuanced. Oh, he's a, Mel's a bit a of a sad sack. But these, but these two are like the the, the legends of uh, more modern and old sci-fi. Hmm. Yes. And it's a. Like I, say, I like to think actually, character. rather than thinking of comparing them, and rather than thinking of who would win in a fight, what I would love to see is the two of them in a bar, share, swapping war stories, and then like going out and deciding on the local a government blinds. You know. Yeah, yeah. Either the Empire or the Alliance. Don't care which. Taking down Jabba. Yeah, yeah. Actually, getting frozen in carbonite is pretty cool as well. So, there we are. We have compared the two characters. We've disagreed on who's cooler. We have done the impossible. And that makes us mighty. (laughs) Farewell, Quester. To find out about other productions by the Meddlesome Meeples, then check out our channel or rendezvous with us at meddlesomemeeples.com. Until next time, Quester, farewell and keep thine axe sharp.